to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating or a written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show and what you want to hear more of. Those ratings and reviews help get the show organically into more ears and more souls across the world. So if you've already done that, thank you so much. As I sit here trying to come up with a podcast for you guys to entertain the ears and spark the souls of those of you who tune in to the Embodied Podcast, I, I'm noticing this interesting pressure come up in me to feel as if I have to, do you hear that? I have to, I have to produce content on this podcast every Thursday and Sunday. And over the summer that gets tough. Well, over this summer for me, because weekends ago I was traveling to my residential in Santa Barbara, and then I'm going on this quick trip to meet my mom in a few days and so with all of that time that gets blocked off in my schedule that means time that I don't necessarily have access to a mic and access to to a place where I can record podcasts and so because there's this this subtle expectation for me to produce content I end up feeling pressured to create and I, as I'm sitting here just being with the absence of creativity or the absence of ideas and the absence of material, often that's a place where a lot of chaos can enter because typically if we just go along with that habitual consciousness of, okay, podcast every Thursday and Sunday, podcast every Thursday and Sunday, and you're getting ideas and you're your reading sections and things are coming like all is well but when a person stops that habitual cycle and just sits in that place with nothing no content no ideas nothing it's really interesting to recognize what enters and it's something akin to chaotic energy. It's it's these different sides of myself saying like, you know, the part of me that goes along with hustle culture and is is totally structured and rigid in the way that I run my business. And then there's another side of me that is, um, fuck that. And Um, really follow the rhythms, wait for the images and the ideas to come. And so there's this dialogue going back and forth between the different sides of me. And, you know, you see this sometimes when people go into meditation and I'll have clients, I mean, especially in working 
with trauma and people who have experienced trauma, I know we all have, um, people will say like, I, it's just very, very hard for me to sit and meditate because just the chaos that enters that space is so overwhelming that I end up shutting down. And as I'm sitting here with nothing, no ideas, no concepts, no ideas, no ideas twice. <laughs> um, I just, I'm sitting here, I'm like amazed at this dialogue that's happening between the part of me that is um, incredibly excited to create, but feels this kind of hard hand of the the structure and the pace of our modern modern culture that implies an expectation to produce like if you're going to be of service you have to produce and you have to produce and that is very conflicting to this I would call it an introverted intuitive way of approaching this material where usually what happens is I'll just sit and I'll wait for this um image or an idea to come forward and I and I love jamming about it on the podcast but sometimes I'll feel this expectation to produce something and I know that I am not the only one that feels this if anybody out there listening is a creative certainly I'm sure you've felt it but for those of you who don't consider yourselves creative and you know you feel this expectation to keep up and to produce it's that same type of feeling and what that does is it starts feeling like it starts to like really press down upon you and if you do not just if you choose not to participate in the habitual mode of just going along with it and just doing it and just producing and pausing like I did before trying to do a podcast um, before I started recording this, you notice the spontaneous emergence of the unconscious come up. There's going to be an archetypal drama. There's going to be this dialogue between different parts that arise when the habitual mode of consciousness is disrupted. And I was just talking to my fiance Rick about this this morning because he's writing um, the narrative for our friends Jess and Jeff's post-traumatic growth documentary and he was we were talking about how, how to write about trauma and something that I had mentioned to him that I feel like is actually a big reason why people go out and seek challenge and seek things that you know maybe it's a trip or maybe it's skydiving or maybe it's this getaway or maybe it's a plant medicine ceremony and I think it's a t- it's an attempt to get out of that habitual mode of consciousness. And so for a lot of people, I feel like our habitual mode of consciousness just circles around an axis that's based on survival, which there's some truth to that. Like, yes, we have to survive. But I think there's this implicit narrative that's been subliminally um, leaked into our minds via the culture that we live in from a very young age that if you're not doing and you're not producing then you are disconnected from your inherent value you aren't valuable to the world 
And that's really what I was coming up with in this pause, this pause out of the habitual, just go along and produce and do the podcast and schedule your podcast. It's like I recognized how deep that, like how much work I've done on myself for the past years and this narrative that just leaks into the psyche of the modern individual that if you aren't producing at the rate of this, I would say, unmanageable pace, then you're not valuable. And, and, and that is such a shame because one, any part of me that would buy into that narrative would definitely be based on a survival adaptation perspective of the world like that part has has really become fragmented and disconnected from the whole truth that lives inside of me and every single one of you and that part is getting pummeled with these unrealistic expectations, shoulds, pressure, anxiety, shame, guilt. And and what that implies is that part that's getting pummeled with expectations and shoulds and shame and guilt and unworthiness and exhaustion from trying to keep up, like that part has become kind of fragmented and dissociated from that deep feminine wisdom that lives inside of um, me and also all of you that says no you don't create on somebody else's timeline you create when when the divine seed is handed you create when you feel that spark and that fire build in your soul and this other form of creativity that's like based on expectation and based on a genuine fear of being perceived as not valuable is incredibly disconnected from the body because in that you're saying I'm going to ignore the absence that I'm feeling and I'm just going to create anyway and instead maybe we can turn towards that void the absence of material the absence of image and in that absence is the is the gift that is the thing that's giving us a deeper insight a deeper wisdom a deeper felt sense connection to what's actually happening as I sat here before recording this podcast there was immense frustration coming up and I caught myself in this space where I was being frustrated with the unconscious because it wouldn't produce an idea or an image so that I could use that idea and that image to serve other people so that I could feel valuable and worthy. And when I stopped and I paused and I sat in that emptiness, I recognized, oh, you think that your value and your worth lies in your ability to create podcasts. You're so silly. That's so silly. And I know on the podcast I mentioned that I went to go see Elizabeth Gilbert talk 
a while back, and one of the things that she talked about is the rising empowered individual of the future is an individual who can actually say yes to rest and set boundaries around their life so that they can nourish themselves in that space and not just go unconsciously through the motions to convince themselves that they're enough, that they're valuable. Whether, no matter who it's to, whether it's to your partner, whether it's to society, whether it's to your clients, this shows up in such a subtle way. And for me, stopping before hitting play and connecting to, oh, you're trying to do the exact thing that you speak in this podcast about taking content from the unconscious and using it to pump out a message and that to me feels like a a denial of the sacred uh, process of creativity the sacred space of the psyche doing this podcast now it's really just me trying to relate to what it is that's happening inside of me in those moments because I'm sure I'm sure that it's happening to other people as well. And we do operate in this state of being that is in a way all about gaining something from us producing or us serving as opposed to just being, period. And connecting to the inherent value in that. And this brings me back to why I love Homan's archetypal psychology so much because he talks about these archetypal images, not just what we see and what the ideas are, but it's the way in which we see. It's, it's by means of which one sees. He says the demonstration of archetypal images is therefore as much in the act of seeing as the object seen since the archetypal image appears in consciousness itself as the governing fantasy by means of which consciousness is possible to begin with and so the archetypal image that i was confronting in the process of recording this podcast was nothing emptiness void no things that itself is something. And the way that I was relating to that tells me how, how my relationship to that void, that nothingness is. Frustration. I need something to be there. And I think that says a lot about at least my addictive personality in the past in relationship to exercise addiction is if there's a pause if there's a space if there's nothing there the the impulse is to fill it and how much of that is my own personal work and how much of that is our own collective work and by sharing this podcast to me the invitation to all of you out there listening is to if you're feeling in this kind of stagnated stuck place feeling like you can't move the images the ideas the creative sparks are kind of dead 
just looking at what's showing up and even if nothing is showing up and I tell my clients too who have a lot of numbness in their psyche numbness is actually an experience as well so looking at maybe nothing's showing up maybe numbness is showing up and then trying to connect to that how do I relate to nothing how do I relate to numbness how do I relate to the material that's in front of me which for me it was nothing and this brought out this tyrannical masculine figure that was like produce produce do say and if not people are going to think that you are not worth a damn and how much that tyrannical inner figure that disconnects us from the psychic substratum of being like our inherent worth our inherent value how much that shows up in psyches across the world every day no matter what it is that they're doing. In this case, it was a podcast, but like, my gosh. So thank you guys for listening to this as I, (laughs) on the spot, unpack this confusing, multi-layered experience that, of nothing. (laughs) A podcast on nothing. And again, the invitation is to just notice what's in front of you when you feel that whatever feeling it is you're feeling, whether it is a fantasy or a compulsion or an addiction or a frustration, what's there? And then how are you seeing what's there? Are you seeing it through the eyes of being possessed through modern consciousness as I was? Are you seeing it through the eyes of the goddess who says, Danielle, take your time. You can't force this. Relax. And, and you can really start to see like how you identify with these particular ways of seeing and how uncomfortable your life gets when the habitual mode of seeing gets disrupted. And like I was saying about uh, my conversation with Rick, when we start to disrupt our habitual movement around an axis of survival and we start to build new grooves and new patterns we really start to see how the psyche opens up how there's like a a massive dialogue and a, a multiplicity of different ways of seeing of different ways of experiencing different ways of doing and being and I would have never ever thought to record a podcast on nothing But here we are, just following the image and sticking to the image. Um, Again, that's why I love archetypal psychology so much. It's like you're sticking with what is and you have to work with it and you have to stay with it. And here we are, 20 minutes in, talking about my experience of nothing. So again, if you're experiencing not a lot or stagnation or frustration or anything in your life, start asking your questions about how you feel about that, what it is that you're seeing. Who's influencing that worldview? Maybe you'll bump into something that shocks you as much as it shocked me. Um, So I hope that you guys have an amazing week. And maybe we will talk on Thursday. Bye, guys.